Merry Christmas. So showing up is hard. It's it's not easy to to literally just show up to things consistently. It's tough to uh, to to pull ourselves out of bed in the morning and to to do all the things that need to be done. And there's a constant stream of new things that need to be done and emergencies that pop up. And it's just it's 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 a lot. And self awareness is also very, very hard. So while we are doing the things that we need to be doing, while I'm doing the things I need to be doing, if I'm to be the person that that I want to be and have the impact that I want to have, I need to be aware of the impact that I'm having on others. So I need to be aware of the emotional wake that I'm leaving behind me, right? You're familiar with boats. You've been on a boat and in a harbor of some kind, and there are no wake zones where you're not supposed to blow through at 50 miles an hour in your boat because you're going to ruin everybody else's day and leave a huge wake. And so, so it goes for you and I and in our lives. You know people that are completely oblivious. They have no self-awareness whatsoever. They do not know. They don't care. They are unconsciously incompetent and just leave wake everywhere they go. They leave a wake of destruction in every human interaction that that they have. We're all aware of these people. And life is not gamma perfect. I do my best to be aware, to be mindful and thoughtful and all the fulls of the impact that I'm having on those around me and on the impact that the words that I choose have the impact that my writing has, everything that I do, I try to think it all the way through. <clears throat> so self-awareness, it's hard, but we can do hard things. I do hard things every day. You do hard things every day. So we can do that. And I advocate that you and I spend more time than we are thinking about these things. And this is as much for me, more so for me than it is for other people. So I'm not by no means my wagging my finger at you, dear listener, and saying, you need to be doing a better job of this and you should be doing this and you should stop doing that. That's not what I'm interested in doing. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm advocating and encouraging you as I do myself to be more mindful, be more thoughtful, to spend a little bit more time thinking about the impact that I'm having on other people. And here we are. Merry Christmas. <clears throat> this is being released on Christmas Eve because I want, because um, it's it's a time of the year, whether you celebrate Christmas or you don't, that we're around people. <laughs> we're around our families, our loved ones. It's time off. So, it's a time to be reflective and it's a time to make sure that we're not being the person at the dinner table or whatever it might be who is just blowing everything up. And again, not easy. There's this wonderful quote from Ram Das. He famously said, if you think you're enlightened, go and spend a week with your family and let me know how that goes. So again, I... I have been trying to be a better meditator, 
since 2015 and to not be so easily upset and all that. Um, So again, as much for me as it is for everybody else who is listening. So you already know this, but I think it's really worth repeating that in in order to be self-aware, I need to know who it is that, that, that I am. And when I'm clear on who I am, when I'm clear on the person that I want to be, so this ideal version of me, what is the ideal version of you? And then it's a, a, a function of how close am I getting to that consistently? And some days I'm going to hit it out of the park, going to nail it. Other days I'm going to come up short. It's fine. The whole idea is that I'm consistently striving and I'm consistently trying to live up to that version of myself that I think is highest and best to be that version of me, to get closer to it consistently. And um, no better time to test that than the holidays when we're around uh, stressful environments or around our um when we're with ourselves, when we're with our our partners, when we're with our kids, when we're with our in-laws and everybody else. So I think uh, it's, it's just a really, really, really important thing. So who are you? Who am I? You are your beliefs. Our beliefs equal who we are. And your beliefs are your operating system. So it's what you believe is true and plus our values. So our beliefs plus our values, that's essentially who you are as a human being. So your beliefs are your operating system. Just like we have, just like our telephones have an operating system. It's constantly running in the background 24 seven, and it's making a lot of decisions on our behalf, right? Because we're, I mean, we make like 36,000 decisions a day, which comes down to hundreds every minute. And if I had to consciously make those, it just wouldn't work. I'd just, I'd, I'd freeze up. I wouldn't physically be able or mentally be able to consciously make all the decisions which are required on a daily basis. So our operating system is doing that on our behalf. It's just constantly running in the background. So where did these beliefs come from? Well, they came or were given to you through your DNA. I think that's very much true. It's through your nature. You are the way that you are because of your DNA. So thank your, thank your folks, thank your folks, folks, and your folks, 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 and on and on and on, and and that just is what it is. And more so, it's again you're you're going to be thanking your folks or wanting to punch them in the face because the majority of your beliefs were given to you between the ages of birth and around seven years old. So the way you feel about everything in your life is because of your experiences from birth to around age seven. So your feelings about money, well, it's informed by how you observed your parents reacting and dealing with money, relationships, politics, everything, all of these things were downloaded to you, were given to you between the age of zero and seven. Now, more often than not, if you were to Google beliefs, everything would be, how do I overcome or get over limiting beliefs or negative beliefs? You probably don't need to spend a lot of time 
questioning or wondering why I have all these wonderful beliefs. If you're a person who thinks, you know what, I am capable of doing everything that I want or anything that I want. I am going to be a healthy, strong person. I'm great with money. I have great successful relationships, all of these things. It's possible that you are a narcissist or a psychopath or a sociopath, (laughs) which in a lot of ways, obviously those are negative things, but there are benefits to those things because you are not encumbered by negative or limiting beliefs. For the rest of us, people like me, probably people like you, we have limiting beliefs. We maybe think, well, I'm just not good with money. Or, you know what, I'm just I'm I'm not destined for success. That's 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 not for me. And again, in every aspect of life, you can look and point and say, okay. I wonder why I'm thinking the way that I do or why I'm consistently acting the way that I'm acting or why I consistently do the same thing over and over again. And apparently I'm expecting a different result. It's because of childhood experiences, things that were given to you through experiences and observations from again, zero to age seven. So the work is to really figure out what that is, what those beliefs are, Good news is, is if you discover that you have negative or limiting beliefs, you can um, identify them and then work to address them and overcome them and replace the negative or limiting ones with positive or beneficial beliefs. So that is the good news about that. It's a whole neuroplasticity brain thing. It's how everything wires together. So if you're not familiar with that, I would encourage you to spend a little bit of time and dig into that and research because it's a, is it fascinating, or A, it is fascinating, but also B, um, very, very valuable. I can all but guarantee that every minute that you spend investigating the way that your operating system works is uh, a massive investment in your future that will pay dividends to you for a really, really, really long time. And values, the second half of really who you are, that's, um, that's really how you view the world. It's the lens through which you view the world and how you decide to um, place worth on different things. You maybe believe that uh, experiences are more valuable or more have a higher worth than physical things or the opposite. Maybe you're a techie person and you want the latest gear, you want the latest device, and that's way more important than you than and going on a vacation or 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 going out to dinner. I don't these are all value decisions that we internalize, make decisions on our own and then they inform how we allocate our most important resources. What you spend your time on, what you spend your money on, what you give your attention to, um, what you are willing to and excited to to spend energy on. So the more clear we can get on what our values are, then obviously the happier that we're going to be and the closer we're going to get to actually um, getting what we want. If we are rudderless and we don't spend any time thinking about what our beliefs are, we're just sort of doing what we do, getting what we got, and we're not clear on, on what is most important to us, what our priorities are. Well, I just, I do not think we're going to get... <clears throat> a very, very small chance of actually getting what it is that you really want. So just like with the beliefs, every minute that you spend thinking about, I believe that this is more important than that, 
this is these are the things that I'm more interested in spending my time, attention, and money on than those. I think that that is an absolutely huge investment in your future. And therefore, then our behaviors are the physical manifestation representation of who we are. And your behaviors, what you do, speaks volumes more than, than, than what we actually say. And we know that that's true. You know that that's true. So this person is saying this, but they're doing that essentially speaking out of both sides of their mouth. They're saying one thing, but they're doing something that is completely the opposite. And this is something I'm guilty of, something that we are all guilty of. So, and that's the whole thing. Once I know this is the version of of me, this is who I want to be now, when I grow up, whatever. This is the human being I'm interested in being, the ideal version of myself. Well, how close to that am I? Are my behaviors aligned to that version of me? If I play it out and just keep doing what I'm doing, what is that guaranteed to get me? Is it going to get me that thing that I want? Is it going to be, is doing what I'm doing, will that result in what I want? Yes, no, maybe so. This, like the other couple of things, Every minute that you spend thinking about that, put pen to paper, I think it'll be a massive investment in your future. So what does this have to do with what I've been, you know, sort of started talking about? Does does any of this make sense? Are these the ramblings of a crazy person? Maybe, but no, I don't think so. The whole thing is whether or not you yourself have children, there probably are some children in your life. And I want you to be super mindful, super thoughtful. Think about, pay attention to what you're doing, how that's going to impact them. That's what I'm getting at here in a very roundabout way. It hasn't been really that roundabout. I feel like it's been fairly direct path because you are having an impact on them. They're watching you. They're observing you. They're watching what you do. They're watching how you act with others, how you treat other people. They're watching how you treat your spouse, how you treat people that you encounter that are strangers. Everything that you're doing, they are absorbing, and it is creating their operating system. You are imprinting on young people beliefs, their beliefs. So if your beliefs are crap, you're going to give your kids or your brother's kids or whoever's kids, you are going to damage them. Heavy, but true. Speaking of heavy, heavy is the head that wears the crown. So now that you know, I want you to take it really seriously. And I don't want you to walk on eggshells. I'm not saying that. Not saying parse out every single word, but just be aware that... Young, impressionable minds are are around and paying close attention to you. So we, me, me, I am bothered by the problems in the world. I'm bothered by things that I believe to be unjust. I'm bothered by the direction of lots of things. 
I'm also wise enough to know, thanks to Jack Cornfield, that I must tend to the part of my garden that I can reach. And the same is true for you. If you are frustrated and bothered by things that you see in the world that you're not happy with, well, one clear thing that you have absolute control over is paying attention to your emotional wake. You think, oh, that's not that big of a deal, but it is. It's a really big deal. And if we all did that, if we were better stewards of the impact we were having on others, if we did a more thorough job of exploring who it is that we that, that we are, that we want to be, and by evidencing and through our behavior, giving evidence to the world, it's possible. I have done the work. I've taken the time to think about what I want, the person I want to be, and now I'm showing everybody. I'm an example. I'm a leader. I'm a shining example. That's a big deal. And you've done your work. You've done a good job. And it's Christmas, for goodness sakes. And we're talking about kids. Isn't that worth it? And the answer is, is of course, yes. So be self-aware. I know it's hard. I know life is hard. But you can do hard things. The only way to live how you want is to know how you want to live. The only way to be the person that you want to be is to know the kind of person that you want to be. How does that person act? How do you allocate and spend your most important resources of time, attention, and money? And are you evidence to the world of those things? Are you an example? You are. Whether or not you're a good example, that remains to be seen. Same goes for me. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Remember, you do your part by doing your best.